You made the choice. You're going to hire a virtual assistant. Now what? Well, the first thing that you've got to do, and I've got, what is it? Five things. I've got five things I'm going to share with you today. Five things, okay? The first thing that you've got to do is, and you've heard me say this already, if you listen to any of my other videos, you've got to hire for fit. You have to figure out who you're looking for. You have to figure out who, and when I say who you're looking for, I'm talking about personality-wise. Who is this person? What are they about? Because they have to compliment you. It has to be somebody that you're going to want to work with. It's going to have to be somebody that you even want to want to get to know. If you're just hiring someone to do tasks and their personality annoys you, it's only a matter of time before you get frustrated with them in the virtual environment. So hiring for fit is number one. And the way you hire for fit is figuring out who you are and who you like to work with best. What are those personality traits? What are those character traits that you like to work with best? So that's the first thing. The second thing, after you figure out who it is you want to work with, is you got to figure out what they're going to do. What are the tasks? What are the tasks that you're hiring them for? You have to be really, really clear. I see a lot of people saying, hey, I just want a general virtual assistant who can do. And then either they don't list what people can do, what they are looking for, or they list so much stuff. I want you to walk my dog, check my email, answer my social media, do my sales calls, handle my client complaints, manage my calendar, pick up my kids from school, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just like, there's no way one person could ever do all of that. Especially in a virtual environment, they can't walk your dog or pick up your kids. And so we have to be really, really clear about what are the tasks that we're looking for this person to do and does it make sense? Doesn't make sense. Just because you need to get it off your plate doesn't mean you should give it to one person. Maybe you need multiple virtual assistants, okay? Uh, maybe it is that you need, like, for example, if you're hiring someone because you need accounting help, bookkeeping help, guess what? That person who's a bookkeeper and an accountant is probably pretty poor at social media. It takes two different types of personalities to do those two different jobs. And so you can't hire one person to do both. So you have to be clear about the tasks that you're hiring for. The next thing, number three, is consider how you will communicate with them. What's your communication channels? Are you going to use email only? Are you going to use text messaging? Are you going to use WhatsApp? Are you going to use Zoom, Google Meet? Uh, are you a Slack person? What is it? How are you going to communicate with them? You have to be really clear with that upfront. Understand what your expectations and what your desires are upfront for communication. Okay. That's not just communication in terms of the physical communication, but even in document storage. Are you going to use Google Drive? Are you a Dropbox person? Are, do you use the Microsoft suite? What, what's How do you communicate? You've got to be clear. Okay, number four. <laughs> number four, I'm looking at my numbers on here and I can't count, guys. <laughs> number four, how will you compensate them? Before you start to hire someone, consider how you're going to compensate. And what I mean by that is, 
in the virtual environment, depending on where they are in the world, there may be different ways that you can pay them. Some people pay through PayPal. Some people pay through Wise. Some people pay through Remitly, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There are tons of payment services. You've got to decide which one you're going to use. Now, that answer may be taken out of your hands depending on the answer to number five. And that is considering where you're going to post your job. There are tons of job boards and I've done tons of reviews on the different job boards. You can click the card above to see some of those. There are tons of different places that you can go post your job. For example, if you post your job, say on onlinejobs.ph and you're hiring someone from the Philippines, then when you hire that person, then you also have to figure out how to pay them what service you're going to use to pay them. Versus if you use a service like Upwork, well, when you hire someone through Upwork, Upwork actually forces us as employers to pay through the Upwork platform to protect the employees. So then you don't have to figure out how you compensate them because the platform handles that for you. Now, there are pros and cons on both sides. (laughs) The big con with Upwork is they charge you a pretty hefty fee for that. Okay, they do versus online jobs. You've got to manage it all yourself. So pros and cons on both sides. So those are the things to consider. Those are the five things to consider before you actually post the job on a job board to hire someone. Let me run through those again. Number one, consider the type of person you've got to hire for fit. Who are you looking for that's going to fit well with you? Number two, define the task. Know what it is you want them to do and make sure it's realistic for one person to do them. Number three, consider how you will communicate with them. Consider how you're going to communicate, what platforms you're going to be using to communicate. Then number four, consider how you will compensate them. Do you need your own way to compensate them? Or based on number five, where are you going to post your job post? Does the job post, does the job board have a way for you to compensate the employees or do you need to figure that out on your own? So those are the five things to consider before you actually post a job on a job board. 